This is the challenge. War of the Worlds 2. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Right Reality Podcast. I am Steve. And I am Brooke. Hi, Brooke. Welcome back from Studio A. Oh, thank you so much. You're quite welcome. It's nice to have you back. We missed you last week. Yeah, not all of you. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Not you guys, obviously. No, just the haters. Brooke haters. Yeah, just the haters. <laughs> haters. Only on that haterade. I'm having some delicious Powerade, which is not Haterade. Mm. It's not, no. No, not at all. It, it's I'm having not some delicious water. Oh, okay. That's very refreshing. Hmm. Is it one of those bottles that's like a thing now with like... Yeah. It is? It stays, it stays cold? No, no, no. There's like a certain oh. water bottle now that's become like... It's called like a Viso Girl or something like that. Are you aware of this thing? Fuck no. I know. All what the kids it, in your trends. What's so special about it? It affects your dick? No. It's oh. like it it's like a certain water bottle that's part of this trend that's fashionable. That includes fashion, like the stuff you wear and, and things like that. There's like a water bottle company, I guess, that's got like a handprint or something like that as part of it. I don't know. Okay. I'm not down with the kids that way. So I know that's what people are talking about though, because I keep up with fashion trends. Sounds really unnecessary, to be honest. <laughs> like, if anybody lo- if anybody remembers what it's called or like the specific details, let us know on the Twitter. Uh, welcome back, Brooke. We're we're glad to have you. We missed you last week, but we did have your your take from last week. We appreciate that. Yes. yes. Um, and yeah, some people missed you. Some people didn't. That's all right. <laughs> That's Those what people happened. can suck my fucking dick. Whoa. Yeah. yeah, I'd get a dick put on just so they could suck it on. Oh, that would be very, very interesting. elaborate. <laughs> It'd be very elaborate. It would be. <laughs> it would. It might be a bit much. It might be a bit much, but yeah. it would oh, be yeah. very on brand for you. Hey, I attached 100%. this so you could suck it. So. Yeah. Also, getting us something I can't afford just to be an asshole <laughs> is definitely me. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Uh, so guys, we got some housekeeping business to take care of. So if you don't care about any of this stuff, cause I don't know, you hate us, check the episode description. You'll see how fast for how far you need to fast forward the time mark. If you want to skip all this stuff and get right to our recap. So go ahead and check that out right now. Uh, we said, uh, not last week, not last week, but the week before we were getting close to our 100th review in writing. Uh, and we asked people to go ahead and if you were the hundredth person, we'd, we'd pick you. Here's the problem. iTunes is not great. It does things on a bit of a delay. So by the time you actually review, uh, the review itself is not posted, but the rating is, and then the review comes in after. So it's near impossible to figure out exactly who was magic number 100. So what we're going to do is we had 14 reviews come in in that time frame, which is the best by far. So thank you guys for being continuously awesome. And we have number one through 14 here in review on the reviews. I have them all written down. And what Brooke's going to do, she's going to pick a number randomly between one and 14. And then that person 
will be our person that joins us, uh, if not next week, the week after, to give their take on what's happening so far this season and all of their thoughts. So, Brooke, the honor is yours. I need you to pick a number between 1 and 14, and then I will tell you who that reviewer is and their review, and then we'll get you the rest of our awesome reviews uh, right after that. So, Brooke, the honor is yours. Go ahead, pick a number, 1 through 14. I'm going to go with my lucky number and hopefully it isn't that one star review. Oh God, that'd be funny. <laughs> there is, is a one star review that basically calls Brooke out and I really hope it's that review number. I really hope. <laughs> Let me see which one it is. Let me see what one. Oh, I don't want to do that because I don't want to think it, that it's rigged that we're going to pick that person. So go ahead. No, I don't want that person. Um, okay. I'm going to go with number six. Number six. Review number six is it's from Jalen A ninety eight. Jalen A ninety eight, congratulations! <clears throat> wah, 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 wah. <laughs> uh, you get an air horn. You are a magic number. It is, it is not the one star. Thank God. That would, although that would have been real funny if we would have just rigged it so the one star would have won and Brooke would have just torn somebody a new one. We should have just set that up. But no, we want to make sure that it's fair. So number six, Jalen89, it's a five-star. It says, finally, someone says what I've been thinking about Tori. Five stars for for that take. LOL, they talk like she's the best ever to do it, but really, I don't think she's done that much to back that up. And when Kara asked if she wanted to do an elimination with her, she was on mute, LOL. I mean... I don't know if she changed her mind after Tori train this week, but uh, we can definitely ask her that. Uh, so congratulations, Jalen A Jalen A ninety eight, Jalen A ninety eight. What we're going to need you to do is go ahead and email us the right at gmail dot com, the right at gmail dot com. Uh, go ahead, send us an email through that, and we'll try to set up a time to uh, speak with you. We do want to thank everybody who left a review. We're going to chuck through these really, really, really quick here, guys. So we can get time to uh, squeeze in uh, a good recap here. We do want to give you love since you gave us love. Our first one that we have here, just going back through the uh, the list, is from Cat twelve nine eighty nine. The review is justice for Steve. Steve is the best and deserves deserves more love. Brooke, uh, it's actually book, B R O O K, is cool too. I do miss Justin's torso takes, but mm-hmm. love this pond. Well, thanks, Kat. I appreciate the love and the and the justice for me. I love you so much. <laughs> Yo, you single? Never mind. Never mind. That was that was Whoa. an overreaction. Sorry. Uh, the next is from that review. <laughs> what? She's gonna retract that review. <laughs> <laughs> the next is from. Uh, by this is from Justin Stan, which I'm just going to assume oh, is Justin shit. anyway. Uh, great recap every week. Also really funny. We do need some more Justin, though. We need the trifecta for the season's second half. Thanks, Justin mm-hmm. Stan. We appreciate yeah, that. I'll we let agree. him know. Yeah. I mean, he did tell you last week he's having a baby in like a week and a half or two weeks. So I he's not having it. He can <laughs> spare some time. All right. His vagina is not getting ripped into. <laughs> Our next is from jabroni. Jake Medina, jabroni. Jake Medina. Uh, amazing pod is the headline. Always looking forward to this podcast almost as much as the show itself. 
Love LaFranc's conspiracies. Thank you. <laughs> and Brooke's steaming hot takes. Been watching the challenge Thank since. Thank you. Yeah. Been watching the challenge since Cutthroat. Didn't know it could get any better than I found y'all. Keep it up or I'll have to use a Keurig to brew my coffee. <laughs> and I hate K-Cups. Wow. Bold. Wow. Bold take. I've seen Jacob Medina around the around the internet. Around the interwebs? Yeah. Well, thanks, Jay. See, I remember you guys. If you talk to us, I remember your name. So yeah, like, I remember the name as well. I'm not as connected <laughs> with the uh, the Twitter sphere universe as much right now. I'm staying away because uh-huh. I feel like at any moment I am going to get spoiled. It's just a matter of time for me at this point. So I'm avoiding it as much as humanly possible. Um, the next one we have. Okay. I feel like this might just. Be, I feel like this might be Justin. Is it the one star about me? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Laugh Out Loud, and it's by Barkley. It's Barkley Ummy, or it's B A R K L E Y U M M Y Barkley Yummy. But Barkley was the name of the dog at, at one of the dogs at the house, so I was like, does yeah. he? Mm. Would he choose just their one one of their names, though? Mm, that would be weird. Yeah, yeah, I don't think it's just. No, it's not just. Okay. New to the challenge and love the show. Love it. The banter cracks me up. The uterus on lockdown comment was fabulous. Inspired me to write this review. Thanks, Barkley. <laughs> Yummy. <laughs> yeah. We appreciate thanks. that. We do. Uh, let's see. We have one from MJA312. Very entertaining. <laughs> and it just says, love the show. Short Thank but sweet, but to the point. We get it. We love you too. Just like me. <laughs> <laughs> um, we went through Jalen's there. I'm going up the list now as well. We have uh, another one from Beth. 0121894. I wonder if all <laughs> those numbers are relevant. Probably not. Be. I feel like iTunes, don't they just assign like weird ass screen names Sometimes and shit? Sometimes they can be. Let's see if I do. Let's see. Hand they sanitizer could, shoe? Hand sanitizer shoe. She could have been born because it's 01 1984. She could have been born. Okay. Yeah. On the 21st of January, 1984, which is pretty close to my birthday. Mm. 84 as well. August. I'm not giving you the date, you stalkers, weirdos. I'm not stealing I'm my social younger. security. Yeah, she's, she's, Beth is younger. Uh, best challenge podcast? No, I said I'm younger. You're younger. Go ahead. <laughs> Thank you. Uh. Sorry, that was important. I had to get it out. Please continue. <laughs> Love the natural chemistry, as you just witnessed right there. Uh, yeah. Brooks takes are always on spot with my opinions. Love you guys. Thanks, Beth. Thank Shout you. out to you, Beth. being born in January of 1984. Uh, or not. Maybe it's just random numbers. Uh, this is by a Pogo Fan Forever. Pogo Fan Forever. I wonder if that means like. They love Pogo, Pogo sticks? sticks, or if that's I mean, like a abbreviation for something else. But either way, uh, love the pod. Stephen Brooke really liven up my day whenever I find a new episode has been released. From theories to hot takes, they catch the moments from the episode that I might miss and relay them in a hilarious fashion. Even when I disagree with their position, for, with their opinions, I still enjoy the brazen color commentary. Keep up the great work. P.S. If you're going to talk about food, which I love, by the way, make it a segment called Hot Take Hot Take Outs. 
uh-huh. to coincide with your hot takes. This is a very good point. Yeah, I like it. I love the hot takeouts as the name uh-huh. for the maybe eventual live show that we've been talking about for two months now. <laughs> yep, that's classic us. Classic bag. <laughs> classic. Uh, so thanks, Pogo fan. I do love that name. We might we might take that hot takeouts uh, to talk about like foods and Thanksgiving treats and holiday treats and holiday cookies. Mm. Holiday cookies. I make a damn good Christmas cookie that I'm not going to tell you guys what's in it because somebody will steal it and it's fucking delicious and it's my specialty. Well, see, it's peppermint. Like there's peppermint in it, but it's like other shit. Here's the thing. I am going to a friend <clears throat> of mine's holiday cookie party and they're big fans of the challenge they might be listening to this i hope i'm wondering if i can steal your recipe to take for the cookie contest i will give that to you yes deal with it everybody else who doesn't get the recipe yeah um back to the reviews we have rob b r had to go back and listen to all of them once i heard the first one highly recommend and love this. The caption was first time listening. Thanks, Rob. I hope you enjoyed awesome. our early episodes where <clears throat> we still didn't know what we were doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we found a flow finally. We found we found a flow. Um, let's see here. We have uh, as um, we have closet snob, closet snob. <laughs> okay, uh, as a challenge pod connoisseur. Oh. Mm. That's a great. Okay. That's a great headline tease. After listening to a host of challenge prods in conjunction, whoa, big word there, big <laughs> word, conjunction with the season, I've concluded that this one is deaf the best. Mm, yeah. Of course, there's bias, but hey, it's my kind of bias. Love the main host and also Marie's special guest appearances. Mm. So thank you for keeping it coming. Some people don't like Marie on the podcast. As this next one says, fire <laughs> podcast, bro, from Jay Smooth. Please don't let Jay Marie Smooth. back on the podcast. That was a review. <laughs> that that was the entire review. I feel like a good follow-up is the one star now. The one star from <laughs> Kayla D.E. Brooke doesn't bring much. One star. To the pod, except for sticking up for Cara and responding, quote, yeah, end quote, to questions. Bring back Maurice, the co-host. The floor is yours, Brooke. First of all, I would love, Steve, for you to go back, edit just an episode, take my voice completely out, and then upload that episode and see how fucking dumb it sounds, okay? (laughs) And we'll see how much I bring to the podcast. Second, yeah is not an answer to all questions. Ask me something. What's the meaning of life? Yeah. Does that sound like an answer I would give to every question, you dumb motherfucker? Your name is Kayla. Let's be fucking real here. You don't like Kara. You don't like people sticking up for her. Get a life. And next review. Oh. (laughs) I'm done. I'm done. It was probably actually Kayla who left that review. (laughs) Uh, We do have two more here. Uh, Our good friend Beckhan. Uh, wrote great pod question for Brooke. Love the pod. Definitely five stars. You guys do an amazing job. But Brooke, let me ask you, how unbearable, how unbearably insufferable is Cara this season? She's a black hole of negativity and all she does is complain and say nasty things about others. 
Her saying that the proposal was fake was pretty low and seems like a weird thing to say, considering she just faked a breakup. She faked a breakup herself for all the attention. I know you're a big fan, and I used to be one too, but how is she someone you can still root for? I don't love Tori or Jordan, so it's not that's not why I'm writing this. I'm just so done with her constant negativity and nastiness this season. Still a great listen, and I highly recommend for any challenge fan. Uh, Brooke, do you have a response to that? Yeah, I think my answer to your question would just be, yeah. Cool. Next review. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did actually reply to Beck. Yes. She, she tweeted. She, uh, uh, tweeted. Tweeted it, and yeah. I replied to that question. And I actually, you know, still gave my thoughts last week about yeah. the proposal situation. The proposal. And, um, what? The proposal. The proposal. The proposal. And, yeah, I mean, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll talk about it later. Okay. Um, and the Slayers SB again, uh, has updated the review, uh, says great show. Like always just wanted to say avoiding the elimination is the point. No one wants to go in. If Carter's record is 13 and six, that's 19 times in 10 years. That's a pretty good record. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) I feel like that's all I want to do every time now. (laughs) I love it. Yeah. I love that Stacey keeps updating her review, though. Yeah. I love that. That's appreciated. Thank you. Um, yeah, that that's all the reviews there. I'm just scrolling back through the list just to double check there. That's all of them. Again, Jalen A98. Thank you very much, Jalen. You are our big winner. Guys, we're going to do another one of these in a few weeks as we get towards the final. Uh, we will open it up once again for any reviews that come in. Uh, you'll be nominated for our person to come in and give a take. Uh, <laughs> so we appreciate that. If you are unable to do that on iTunes, because some of you don't have iTunes, we're also going to open that up on Twitter and on Podbean. So if you want to do that, I would also tell you to start downloading Podbean because that's the app that you will need to have for our live shows. Once those get up and cranking, uh, we'll have that. We'll try to have some special guests on. And the other big thing we need to get up, uh, need to make you guys aware of is we are very, very close to episode 100 here on The Right Reality. Uh, This does not include Bachelor reviews, which are part of The Right Reality, but... Sure, but it it shouldn't count. No. It should be our 100th challenge. Yes. So our 100th challenge episode is coming up very soon. I think after this, we're nine away, if I've done my maths correct. Um, and what we're asking, guys, is we want you to let us know on Twitter, on Podbean, uh, on Instagram, any way you know how. Uh, we made a post, actually, on, on Twitter. Brooke uh, tweeted, who would you like for our 100th episode? So we want you to go over there. We want you to um, respond to that with the person's handle and retweet that as well in your response. Um, I have said... My vote is for TJ. Uh, it That's a big ask, everybody, because I think he's only done two, maybe three other podcast episodes. Uh, so I think the only way to do that is the following. One, you have to tweet. You have to tweet, 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 retweet, do all that type of stuff. Also, you know, don't be embarrassed. Slide in those DMs. I've done it. So you can do that as well. Uh, if you'd like anybody else, tweet them as well. Slide into their DMs. Let them know that we're interested. I know some people have got on us about just having Marie and, and on the podcast. But you know what? She brings well, a great take. She's available. And we've had other people, guys. 
Also, it's different, though. Yes. Like Marie's coming on as like another co-host, yes. like a fill-in co-host. She's not coming Correct. on as a guest that we're right. interviewing about the show. Right. And also, if you guys knew the list of people that have told us they're coming on and then mm-hmm. either day of or in route to interview them have canceled on us, you'd stop complaining about it. <laughs> yeah. The list and then is long. Two in particular that I loved and now don't. Yeah, <laughs> because of these type of situations. So um, it's 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 not as easy as it sounds. Even when we get someone lined up, sometimes they drop through last minute for whatever reasons. And then, you know, they ghost. So we like to text them, <laughs> how's the afterlife? Because they ghosted us. Uh, which, yeah. by the way, I'm using every time somebody ghosts me now. As I'm just going to respond mm-hmm. months later, how's the afterlife? Do you and, think they're going to understand what you're saying? No, but... Uh, I will, oh. and that's what will make it fun. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, get at us on, on those type of things. Go to the Twitter. Let us know who you would like for Giant Episode 100. Brooke, who would you like? I, I honestly do think that TJ would be really cool. Right? To get. Just because he's like the encompassing. Yes. You know, or CT. Ooh, oh, that would be a big, yeah, that'd be a big gift. Has too. he done anything other than challenge fucking mania? I don't know. Probably not. We need to work on that he, too, guys. His so. eyes were so blue this episode. <laughs> <laughs> they were the bluest of blue, like a so dewy blue. meadow <laughs> in the morning All right, after let's get a rain. this fucking show on the road. <laughs> uh, guys, we had three songs this week. What was that? Yeah, there was a lot. Three songs. We let off with a song. It takes two. Mm-hmm. It takes two, baby. It takes two, baby. <laughs> to host a podcast, yeah. <laughs> I did it once by myself. It was brutal. <laughs> it was brutal. I'm going to do one by myself. It's just going to be me being like, yeah, yeah, I love Cara. <laughs> For like 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, again, it was uh, two of the three this week for, were from SRM. Um, we did have Nick reach out on the Twitter machine and send over an SRM bio from broadjam.com. This looks like it could be the thing, but it also looks like it like it might not be the thing, but it's like a random band from Wisconsin. I don't know. It's very weird and interesting, but it very well could be could be the people i don't see how that works where they're allowed to play other people's songs on the um on tv but maybe maybe they are so we had that we let off with that which was a nice little thing as um tori and jordan are walking back into the house um and then and then like things were were sad but then positive (laughs) Cara said she thinks this was all fake and that they were married, that they were engaged before and they put this on as an as a way of gaining attention and to people bring people on their side. Yeah, I agree. Cara is God. She's right always. And everything she says <laughs> is facts. Um, I, I obviously don't agree. I don't think that's true. <laughs> I don't think they were engaged before. See, guys, like she, she can, she can, she can have a take that doesn't 
like completely go in line with everything Kara says. Don't think she's yeah, just I like, like Kara drinking the Kool Aid. Fucking badass competitor. I don't like her for every fucking thing that comes out of her mouth. I'm yeah. not a five year old who doesn't have their own opinion. Mm, I'll bravo. give props to a good competitor all fucking day. I'll give them to Laurel. I'll give them to Jordan. That's not what you know. It's People not what it's always about, guys. Say. Yeah. And I think you bring up a really good point because this is something that's that's upset me recently. And in, in, in one of the reasons I very much avoid um, like specifically challenge Twitter is that you can be a stan of someone. It doesn't mean you have to approve every little thing they say or do or follow their processes, because at that point, you're just like a cult member. You just follow yeah. blindly and don't have any original thoughts for yourself, which is, you know, I hate to say it. It's the same in our political climate, no matter which side of the aisle you're on. You can have your own individual thoughts, but like in situations like you could say like, hey, I think that person was wrong. It doesn't mean you any less support this person. But yeah, sometimes I married a person who's wrong every day. <laughs> and I'm still here. Ah. So, oh, <laughs> Rossi Bossy. Oh, That's so sorry, buddy. It's <laughs> <laughs> wrong every single day. I wonder how many like um, <clears throat> husband and wives who are listening to this and they heard your take was like, "Yep, preach." One hundred percent. One of them. One hundred percent. I agree. <laughs> and how many of them are like listening together and they look at the other one and they're like, "That, I love you." <laughs> yeah I, I love you I can think of a few like uh, of our fan couples that might be uh, along along those lines so oh 100% 100%, 100% there um, yeah and following along those lines she didn't show up to this what what I would say is a cute engagement party mm-hmm. yeah I thought this was very cute they had like a balloon like they like everybody kind of got a little dressed up like she looked gorgeous mm-hmm. in the, the white getup that she had on there. Mm-hmm. Everyone was out there. Props to Polly. <clears throat> Polly was out there. Um, yeah. Zach gave a great, like, in little <laughs> speech <man> there. <laughs> um, and he was, like, shaking during it. Like, it's just, it's what we talked about last week is this is one of the moments you can remove yourself from the house and from the game and just enjoy the joys of life, you know? Yeah. Yes, I agree. I, I didn't like that Cara didn't go. And, you know, I, there's parts of me that understand. I, and I know it's hard to look at from just the perspective of this season. Mm -hmm. They have a long standing, like, you know, I, I I can understand it. Like if someone has been like treating you like shit for years, you're like, fuck that. I'm not going to celebrate their moment. I get that. But it's also... It's also political, too. Like, you don't want to look like the person who basically says fuck off in somebody's romantic moment or, like, serious life moment. That's a really good take, Brooke. I like that. Thank you. The the political side of it is, especially with, like, what happened at the end of this episode, like, that would give me pause to, like, think, why am I blind? Why am I following this person? who clearly doesn't give a shit about anybody else at this point. And, um, yeah, from a political perspective, that could be taken in, like, a very <clears throat> odd fashion. So I, that, I never thought of it. Great great take, Brock. 
Thanks. Of Thank all you so much. Um, did you did ahead. you notice uh, Tori and Polly on the couch talking? And Tori was oh, like, "I really I love, love you." That. I wish. <laughs> that was a great great segment. Set that up again for us. Uh, Polly, was that during the engagement party? It was, I think uh, it was right after. It looked like they were like signing a plate, which I yeah. want to like start doing now at events. Like, sign this plate. Yeah, but they were on the couch together, and Tori is like, "I really love you, Polly. I wish we could be friends." He's like, "We can be friends." Yeah, I think I think she said like, um, "I really want to like not hate you, but I guess I have to hate you." Yeah, and he's like, "You don't have to hate me." She's like, "Let's be honest. Like, it's not me and you. It's not you and Jordan. It's Cara and Jordan." And he's like, "Yeah, yeah. that's that's true." Uh, which, yeah. which is, I mean, completely spot on. It's like these two are like the, the, um, the other, the, the almost like when you get divorced and like get remarried and then you have to go to like the son or daughter's graduation. You're both sitting there and like, I mean, it's nice to see you. I know our significant <laughs> others like want to murder each other, but like, you're cool with me. Yeah, <laughs> we have to sit so far away. Kids. Do it for the kids. The challenge is the kids in this no, equation. No, don't have kids, and then that doesn't happen. Oh, that's that's a fair point. Yeah, yeah. that's a pro tip. <laughs> the only tip you should be getting: abstinence is key. I'm just kidding. Wow. <laughs> it's the only true form of birth control: abstinence. Abstinence. I remember abstinence. The, the, my accent. People would do, the health class would say that, and even the teacher like said it and like. I gotta say this, I guess. Abstinence is the only way. And she's like looking at everybody, like I know none of you are not gonna do it anyway. Um, that that teacher's hundred percent fucking one of her students too. <laughs> <laughs> Have you noticed, like, if you follow the Daily Mail on like any of the thing, I follow it on Snapchat. Like, mm. at least once a week, there's a female teacher getting popped for sleeping with one of the kids. Yeah. Weekly, this is happening. And Are I'm they just like, 18? Huh? Are they 18 or is it like? No, the kids are never okay. 18. No. And the wife, okay. the, the teacher's always like married. It's not like oh, single 100%. teacher. It's like married yeah. teacher banging the 16-year-old. She's married to someone who's wrong every day and she's fucking sick of them. She's like, fuck that shit. I'm going to fuck a student. If I can get it, I'll get it. No, I don't. And then she goes to jail for like 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. You got to get away from that spouse somehow. And they're like, oh, the damage you've done to my kid. Mm." That kid is fucking high fiving everybody (laughs) in school. (laughs) Exactly. Everybody in school. He's, you know what? Even like the old like math history teacher guy, he was high fiving that kid. He's like, yeah, (laughs) good for you, man. Get it when you can. Like, yeah, I tried at the Christmas party. She wasn't having it. Yeah, she was drunk, but good, she wasn't putting you. out. I mean, she flashed everybody. Are we, we going to get in trouble for this? Like, is somebody going to have a problem with what we're saying? I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> don't. Hey, if you're a teacher and listening to this, don't fuck your kids. Yeah, if you're a student listening to this, don't fuck your teacher. I mean. I mean. <laughs> we've all had a hot teacher, let's be honest. Yes, this is true. I had a teacher at my school get in trouble. Really? Yeah. And it was like very obvious that she was laying it on thick for this for this teacher guy. And he was like he was pretty young. He was probably like 24. 
And yeah. I was just like, like everybody saw it and we're like, oh, that's, they're banging, right? Like everybody kind of like knew. <laughs> and it was just like weird. And then he just one day just wasn't a teacher anymore. <laughs> Oh, just and she was all of a sudden wearing a ring. You guys were like, whoa, what's going on? <laughs> this wasn't there. Um, well, this starts This starts the, uh, oh, before we get to that, the second song was Monday Monday, which was mm, fantastic. Yes. I, I enjoyed that one very much so. Mm-hmm. Um, which was like two songs in like the first 15 minutes of the show, which was, I was like, hold on, we're getting another one? Again by yeah. SRM, which is... Neither here nor there. But then after like a little lovey-dovey conversation, which is always the setup for disaster on this show, <laughs> Rogan said he's ready to cut D from the team. I, my jaw dropped, but I loved every second of how dramatic it was. It was like the b- most dramatic rose ceremony ever. <laughs> yeah, Chris Harrison hopped out of the bushes during this episode. He jumped the fence. He did. Yeah. A, he did a reverse... Um, Colton. Colton. Yeah, <laughs> a reverse Colton. He jumped into the property in Thailand. It was like, hey, I heard you guys yeah, need this... me. Heard you need me over here. I this was was shocked, but also like, yeah, it that seems about right at this point. <sighs> Man, <laughs> and that's just the proof of like. I don't know. I guess I don't want to say this because it's a little different. Like I was going to say like Tori or like Jordan and Polly are like ride or die for Kara and Tori. Mm. And this is kind of like a testament to how seriously Rogan may take his relationship with D. Right. But also Tori and Kara are like, you know, tougher competitors maybe. So it's maybe it's, it's easier to be ride or die mm. for them. I don't know. I also give credence to the fact that this started probably only seven weeks ago or however long it was right. in the house. They both live yeah. in two different countries. And like, I think they both really know at the end of this, like most challenge relationships, it doesn't really go anywhere. Right. And I think he was sitting around and he took the advice that, now Jordan's been chirping in his ear for probably a couple days like, hey, like you just got rid of another strong girl on your team. And like our reward for running a final right now is right now you can either have Tori and Jenny or you can have Kaylee and D. What would you prefer? What would you prefer? And I think he sat there and was like, oh, shit, I've worked this hard and I don't know if they're ready. Because that was one of his lines later on. I don't think you're ready to run a final. Do you agree with that statement? Do I agree that D is ready to run a final? Yeah. I don't know. Mm. Because I haven't seen and like and that's my fucking problem with this season is mm. like there's so much talk about who's the strongest, who's the weakest. Yeah. And I don't feel like we've necessarily seen that. Like. Everyone's all like boned up over Jenny because she's so buff and she's so <laughs> strong, but like she's proven nothing so far. This is her first season. Like, yeah, she's big. She won a, one elimination, but she also won it against someone who stood at the top of their platform for six hours and s- stared at placards. Like, mm. yeah, she's big, but muscles don't translate to endurance for a final. Right. Um, yeah, I didn't know what to think about that either. I, I thought the one thing that would 
if I'm Rogan, give me give me pause. Is he's he has said at least according to him, he's like, I ask you to like go running and work out and lift weights with me all the time. And you're like, yeah, I'll do it tomorrow. And the one time we did see her like running around the house, she passed out in the bathroom. And the last time we saw Rogan run, he passed out and left the show. Wow. So if you're gonna base it on one thing, yeah, better be prepared for some blowback, my friend. Yeah. Uh, it was it was bizarre to kind of see it happen that way. Uh, I thought maybe he would try to remove himself from the equation and, and just be like, "Hey, it was you know Josh and Joss and, and CT who who set it up and and not me." And she would have just smelled that out, I think, from a, from a mile away there. Yeah, I, I don't I don't like the way that CT took a lot of the brunt for this for this episode and this choice. Yeah, I I think. You know, I give him props because it when Rogan was like, I can't go over there and talk to her. Can you do this? And he's like, fuck it. I don't care. I'll go do it. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I don't again to use Timmy's I, line. I don't know her from a ham sandwich. Sure. I'll go over there and talk to her before you. <laughs> I'll, I'll light the fire and then hand you the firework and you hold it in your hand while I, you know, go, you know, eat some eggs or something like that or some cereal, right. uh, which I think is really hard to do. But I. It shows how much CT wanted that to happen, that he'd be willing yeah. to do that. He'd also be willing to throw a challenge, which is something I never thought I'd see him do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he'd be willing to sit over there and say, we should blindside them in the vote. And was like, I've only asked you guys for one thing. You got to do this for us. And it just, I think it goes to show how far he's willing to go at this point to get that money and you know i hate to say it at this point maybe hang it up i don't know how much more he's got left in in the tank i mean he did say he was going to come back this season and be like the most ripped person ever but that didn't happen so that's just insane but i mean i've seen him since and he's lost weight yeah so, you know, I don't know. Maybe he's not done, but. What did you think about him throwing a challenge? I mean, they were all going to do it, but he was the one who went out right. there first. So, again, I, I don't like he that jumped he's on the, the one grade. that had to do it. Right. I don't necessarily have any thoughts about him doing it. Like, you know, it is what it is. At this point, like, we know it's a fucking game. Like, it is. It just is. And, like, when people were throwing challenges at the beginning, it was a little bit too soon. It was a little bit too much. I don't like people throwing challenges. I really don't. Yeah. But, but you get it. You know, that's just where we're at. No. And I, I maybe, you know, I, I'd i be bold enough to say maybe this is why we haven't done teams for years. It's because this is what was happening years ago. Mm-hmm. Teams were just throwing it because they had numbers and they're like, we don't need to compete. And it was like every other week somebody was throwing it. And then it's like, we need to make it look like we're not throwing it. And it was just... Like, I have found this season, the past couple weeks, to be incredibly hard to be excited for from a competitive aspect. There's still the drama that was built up this week, which did not pay off yet again, which is Mm -hmm. bullshit, and we'll get to that. But it's just like week to week, what I love about this show is it's the name of the fucking show. It's the challenge. And for people to be throwing it and for it to be written on the walls what's going to happen every week, it's just... Some people said it was like the most exciting episode. I don't think it was the most exciting episode. It was predictable. 
until they threw something in that was unpredictable that didn't pay off. Yeah. Like, yeah, I was like, it's crazy. And they didn't even show us how they got to the decision to not throw her. Thank you. Which is bizarre as well. You spend a half of this episode setting that up. It doesn't pay off and you don't show us him with his fucking dick between his legs walking back and going, you can't fucking do it now. I can't do it now. I respect her too much. Bro, the fucking toothpaste is out of the tub. It's done. You, What are you going to do? You've already said what you didn't want to say. Follow through on it. Now you're saying you don't want to do it. Like, what's the point of then saying, um, oh, well, it wasn't something we were 100% set on. Yes, it was. That's why you threw it. <laughs> right. I mean, you didn't need to throw the challenge if you didn't want to do that because it wouldn't have mattered. You're going to... The numbers are clearly on your side. You don't even need to do it. It just, this whole episode, I'm just watching it. I was watching it with mom and I was like, I just, this show is just, and I I, I feel for you, like you thinking you know what happens. Like yeah. I can't imagine <clears throat> knowing what happens and then also watching it and just being like, fucking hey, can we just get through this at this point? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely fucking ready for the final, which I know I said last week, but it, <laughs> it's it, I. I feel ahead. like this season has prioritized drama over competition 100, percent and it needs to find a good balance of competition and drama again, like it used to in the old days. Well, I and I think there are ways of them doing that and also holding the integrity of the show and giving us, as you said, giving us some drama, giving us some competition. But the producers taking it back in their own hands like this was predictable from the start. You knew once you built these teams that first they were completely not fairly ranked or matched up that the UK UK team was like not even close to the same level that Team USA was. So that's strike Mm -hmm. one. Then you can see the divide building within the teams. Wes, Laurel and Bananas go home in the first four weeks of the show. Mm-hmm. So now you have your normal people who are your narrators of the show, as Marie said, and your moments of levity. You're like kind of funny people who have now left the show. And Wait, whoa, whoa. Who are you saying is funny that left the show? Well, to give the like the funny little quotes, Bananas does it sometimes, Wes does it sometimes, and they've kind of been historically some of the, the narrators of the show. Mm-hmm. And so like other than... Like one or two. This is one of the reasons we start stopped getting quotes of the week out because there was just nothing really funny. I think that was being said. I just think yeah, it's been a super I, heavy season. It has been will. a really heavy season for sure. And and I think, I think it's gonna stay that way because now, like, it, and people keep saying, bring back the fun challenges, bring back the old no, seasons that, that were that's fun. That's never gonna happen again. It's not because they weren't competing for a million fucking dollars. There you then. go. There you go. you nailed it I said that this week to mom as well she's like did it always I was like no but they weren't competing for a million fucking dollars yep like at most they hoped to win was like a car yeah (laughs) they were hoping to (laughs) get like a Saturn view at the end of it or something like that and they split a team bank account when it was teams back then and it was like a vacation and they were only gone for like a month and a half two months at most now they're gone for like three months 
Mm-hmm. They don't have the same sort of um, abilities when they go out. Marie said this when they go to the club, they're like, you know, cordoned off from anybody else. So they can't interact with any of the locals. <laughs> uh, you know, it's just not the same. Somebody, I think we were talking or Marie tweeted somebody and they were like, I miss like all the fun stuff you guys are doing. She's like, yeah, we don't, they don't let us do that stuff anymore. Yeah. And with them, you know, you're right. I don't see it changing anytime soon with them reaching out to try to get people from um, the Spartan races. I don't see it becoming any. Lighter. No, it's just going to be more competitive. It's yeah. going to just be more and more competitive. And I'm OK with that. But like, let's make it to where it's not, you know, you don't have a ton of people hooking up this season and getting caught, which is always something that's funny and entertaining. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, you don't have that type of stuff or like. You know, uh, Tony time with him getting like kind of caught up in the very first episode with that Christina girl and then him fighting with his brother immediately. Like, it's just Mm. we've lost that type of stuff because a lot of these people are, uh, you know, they're either in serious relationships on the show or they have somebody back at home. And you just don't have those moments, unfortunately, Uh, which is again, we got to this because I think this is what the one team versus two team aspect is. I'd really, really like to go to like a, a free agent style format if we're going to do kind of like um, teams next year or whatever it is where one week it's like a team of eight and then the next week it's individual and the next week it's it's uh, partners and then it's a team of four. So yeah, that way it, cool. it's like very interesting week to week to week uh, that you mm-hmm. can't really set things up. So I'd like to see something like that come in the future. Yeah, you gotta, I think you gotta surprise them with what's happening each week because otherwise they're gonna, you know, have a mapped out plan. And so far that's working out for Uh, the team with the numbers. So, correct. And I'm gonna jump over some stuff real quick because I think I'm gonna give a a pre conspiracy corner for next week. Okay. Did you see the scenes for next week, Brooke? I sure did. Okay. So it sounds like one team is going home because it looks like their pairs, guy girl pairs, yes. are going home after the challenge. So whatever the the slowest team is, and it looks like it's the swimming challenge. So yeah, thank <laughs> God we get to talk about swimming some fucking more. Yeah. Christ, I hope they bring Michael fucking Phelps into host this. Oh, episode. that would be interesting. Phelpsy just sneaking onto a challenge like that. He's weird. He is. <laughs> Very odd body shape, but, you know, win your medals, bro. Win your medals. Um, Here's my conspiracy corner for next week. You ready? I'm ready. The producers saw what was happening. This was not planned, and they said, we're taking our fucking show back. You're not going to throw challenges week to week to week. You're not going to make this very predictable like it's been for the past six weeks. We're taking the show back. You want to throw a challenge? Fine. Great. We're going to send somebody home. We're going to try to get the numbers back even. We're going to change this up. You weren't expecting this, so fuck all of you guys. <laughs> I don't think it was planned. I think they I think they're they looked at the situation and go this is probably not fun for people at home watching at this point. We need to do something that kind of really changes things up, and this is what we're going to do. So, pre-conspiracy corner for for next week there, but who the hell knows? Also, swimming. Watch out, anybody who can't swim. I just like with the swimming. Can we just <laughs> stop the swimming? How many swimming things have there been this season? 
really just one. I mean. Oh, there. Yeah, there was that one. Yeah. I wonder, like, how many other things are going to be, like, a factor of it. It can't just be a swim. There's got to be some other things. Maybe a run and a swim. I don't know. But I'm looking forward to next week already. I'm I think really... they want us to think that Car yeah. and Polly go home. I think they were trying to show that, uh, obviously. I don't think that's what's going to happen, but that would be very interesting if that's what happens. I'll just say that. I Yeah, I, I hope it does not happen. Yeah. But um, So after CT throws the challenge, well, the UK team throws the challenge, which the girls were not in on, by the way. Correct. Um, And were not very happy about, clearly. Right. The tribunal becomes Cam, Leroy, and Nani, and I go, oh, boy, we're setting this up again, aren't we? <laughs> Here we go again. Uh, Leroy and Nani part two, not agreeing on things, featuring Cam this week. <laughs> uh, I... Ugh was the correct comment. You need to say nothing more. Yeah. It's just a lot. I, you know, I was so, uh, last season, I was like, oh my God, Nani's back. Realized I didn't remember what Nani was like on a challenge. <laughs> and this season, I'm really, really just remembering. And like, she's the first one to be like, everyone's so, mi-. Kara especially, of course, is like, so miserable. So, But like, Nani, you're also fucking miserable. Yeah. Like, you're very clearly miserable. Yeah. I would I would say that as well. I would kind of dispute only for the reason that I think Nani's only like person there is Leroy, and he's and she has now seen Leroy kind of go over to the other team, if you will, and kind yeah. of just leave her stranded. I think she I think that's what she feels. She feels I've been stranded by you. You're supposed to be my number one, but yet my number one's on. The other reliance, which is just a bizarre set of circumstances, I think, for anyone to think of, no matter who those two people are. And Nani's just sitting there like, I came back because I thought these things would be fun. I have a chance. Jenna's not here, who's like my number one girl. And now I remember why I left for so long is because mm-hmm. this can just be really a miserable, miserable situation to be in when you don't have anybody and you think you're going in week to week and you know your chances are slim and, you know, I I don't know. I, I sometimes feel bad for people. I don't necessarily feel terrible for Nani, but I get where she's coming from more than I sometimes see with other people. Yeah, but you know, you got to look at it also, he may have chosen a different alliance, but so did she. Never once yeah. did they sit down and say, hey, which side should we choose? She chose that side from the beginning, and he didn't choose a side at all until very recently. Right, and I think that was the conversation they were having sitting at that table, right, with Jordan and everybody was like, he was like, well, I went with the numbers, and they're like, no, Leroy, you you could have been on our team, and we would have had the numbers. You were the swing vote, and we were trying to tell you be with us. Don't be with the quote-unquote layup team as they're now refer- being referred to. Yeah. <laughs> it's their, Don't and- even fucking get me started on that <laughs> shit. 
this is just like group mentality bullshit of like, we're going to tell this other group of people they're weak and we're strong so we can mentally belittle them. I'm sorry, Josh Marfucking Tinez. What have you proven to be not a layup this season just because you aligned with Zach and his big fucking muscles? Fuck off, dude. You have proven absolutely fucking nothing and you've been carried to this point. Just like you were carried to the final in Big Brother and won for who fucking knows what reason. Hot. <laughs> Take. Where's the horn? <laughs> oh. I need a little sip of Powerade. Paul should have won. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what this has always been about, Brooke? Yeah, you know what? I didn't hate Josh either. I was like, oh, I like Josh. Whatever. Good for him. He won. I'm pissed as fuck that Paul didn't win. But now I'm just pissed because <laughs> you're being a fucking douche. <laughs> oh, Christ. I, I, we're getting getting back to the, the next thing that I have a note on here was when they're – and Tori gets nominated and probably the, the quickest thing ever. It took them longer to walk there than – it took it, and I think that was funny. Somebody back in the house was like, "Did you guys? What happened?" And they're like, "Oh, we did it already." They're like, "You did it already." <laughs> um, Tori is sitting there, and then she leaves, and and Leroy says, "Hey, we all have to, we all have to say the same name." And props for Nani because she goes, "Uh, do we? <laughs> for 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 which reason do we have to do that? Is that now a rule?" Will I be punished? Will I go to some Thailand jail if I don't do that? Because, like, you know she's not going to say the same name that you want her to do. Why would you even, like, suggest that to be a thing? I don't right, get it. Yeah. yeah, I was kind of surprised by that, too. I was like, of course she's not going to fucking just say whoever you want her to say. Leroy, you could suggest the person that Nani would want to throw in, and she'd be like, no, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say Polly this week. <laughs> that's what they should do they should tell the other side like yeah we're voting this person in to make them question it and then yes. vote someone in that they actually want them to vote in i think that's what happened this week no i don't on. know what happened this week i'm gonna I, be really honest with i you. i'm still I, confused i've watched it twice and i still don't understand the fight between cam and nani i'm just like what okay what is what right. are you guys fighting about <laughs> I, I was hoping you'd understand that better um i guess you did not it's. I mean, it's basically just a who who is closer to the Leroy fight. Right. Right. So the the biggest the biggest issue that I had with this because sure go ahead fight for Leroy, uh, and and who's the biggest fan of Leroy, uh, and who's his number one? Which, sorry, Cam, it's probably still Nani at this point, uh, because I mean. Given your two's history together, I don't trust that to last outside the house, which is kind of what happened last time. Anywho, mm -hmm. um, I I found it, I found it kind of, I don't know what the right word is. Cam came over and was like, "I need to talk to you. I need to talk to you," and pulled him away, and then started like basically yelling at him for doing that. And he's like, "Stop! Stop!" stop and she wouldn't stop and ladies want to know why men get upset is because this happens sometimes we're like yeah we get it okay stop and then you just it just keeps going it just keeps going and then nani later one of my favorite moments of the episode by the way leroy's in the room starts talking to cam and nani walks in the room as if she's walking down a runway 
she had this like little walk and she's like and then she like stops and poses puts her hand on the hip what's going on in here and she did it with this like power walk in the room that i was like i thought she was for. drunk oh she was clearly drunk i laughed when Kara was like oh god because it's the same thought i had like oh god <laughs> like here exactly and then and then cam's like sweetie you don't need to be in here i don't interrupt like this is this is a conversation between us and i was like oh very much like what you did when you were at the club he was right. having a conversation with them and you interrupted and pulled him away She's just returning the yeah. favor here at this point. You don't get to tell her to walk away. Like I think Cam at the club was worried that they were gonna maybe pull him to their side. I think I, I think she was getting her point across in a terrible way. I don't think she was saying like she's like in front of all those people you need to have that conversation with Nani. I think that's what she was trying to say. And I, I don't get know. that, but but the fact of the matter is what this comes down to is what they've said all season, is numbers. Yeah. U.S. has six people on their team right now, on Polly's team. The U.S. has three. So even if you pull Leroy, it's 5-4. It doesn't matter. And on U.K., right, it it's 5-3. Yeah. So it, again, doesn't matter either way. If you pull Leroy over, it doesn't matter. And she's like, I was afraid they were going to talk about what we were doing. Everybody knows what you're doing. Yeah. And that's again why you were going to throw D in this week didn't make any sense. So the whole argument with her like you shouldn't be telling them what we're doing. Everybody knows what what's happening. Like I can sit here at home, mom who hasn't seen as many seasons as me can sit at home and she knows exactly what's going to happen. Like it just it doesn't make any sense. Just just like most of this episode. Right, yeah. What also didn't make sense is Kaylee going, oh, I don't want to be any part of this. I don't want to be any part of this. When she found out what they were trying to do, I'm like, mm, yeah, not how it works, Kaylee. You're an alliance. Well, technically, she's not part of it because she's not voting someone in. I think that's what she meant. Oh, OK. But yeah. I see. What you, I see what you meant. But there. it didn't seem like the girls really knew anything that was going on. No, it was very much Joss Rogan. Exactly. Yeah. And so this brings me to my bigger point this week. Why? Why what? Why 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 do this now? There are so many things for the there's so many ways for this to go wrong that I don't see how this helps you now. To get rid of D? Yes. Well, I mean, if she truly is the weakest player on that team, I understand. Then that. I guess it helps in a final. Yes, but we're not there yet. And also, if your strategy all season has been to vote out the people on the other team, on the other alliance, you haven't finished doing that yet. You still have two other girls who are not on your alliance. You have because Jenny. Because it's CT. CT is looking at it from his team standpoint. Right. He's not looking at it from the alliance team and, standpoint. And if that's the thought process you have, then I don't see why this week you didn't look at that and go, okay, well, then we need to throw in Kaylee and D. If we think Jenny and Tori are our two strongest players, then we need to really go for this. We need to vote Kaylee, and we need you guys to vote in D. That's and make sure at least one happen. of them goes. 
One thousand percent. Yeah. Yeah. Because if that's your if that's what you think is happening, then you should have taken it out of the hands right there. You have enough people to make that happen. You get the other people who are on the other alliance on the team say and go to them secretly and say, hey, we would actually like to put D in this week. Say her name. You could have done it there. You were trying to get them to do the dirty work. I don't trust them to get that work done for you. You tell Polly for it to happen. What's in it for him? He makes your team for the final stronger. That's what I said weeks ago. You're trying to yeah. get them to help you. There's no reason for them to fucking help you. They want to win the million dollars. You want to go against the strongest team? No. <laughs> I don't want that. <laughs> Give me the weak team. I would take that all day. <clears throat> oh, it's not a final. Yeah, God forbid. Yeah, it's not a final unless you win against strong competition. Uh, that million dollars in my bank account... Uh, don't give a shit about that part of it. Yeah, there's too many people on this show still who are basing it solely on competition when it's not yes. that. It's a fucking politic yes. and competition show. It's yep. a reality show. It's yep. a game. Yep. And I, you know, that's the old school challengers who don't see it that way anymore. Uh, for the most part. Okay. Yeah. Most of the old school. Because it wasn't usually, I mean, it wasn't as much about that. This season has been very political. <clears throat> And Very, almost and almost to the and and to a fault, to a fault. Yeah, because it's just. I I get it again. You were right. If this is not for a million dollars every year, it's not the same show. It's for your right. share of a half a million dollars, and you know, there's four people who get paid out. Then you're like, oh, okay, it's a hundred grand if I win, versus you know, a million dollars if I win. Some life-changing yeah. money right there, where you know you can you're set up for a very long time, and you don't have to work. So yeah, I can see you stabbing friends and and crossing others, <laughs> and just going, well, fuck it, I don't give a shit. It's a game. I'm here to win a million dollars. I'm I'm not here. It's what happens on Survivor. It's what you say happens on Big Brother. There, it's mm -hmm. just like absolutely cutthroat. We don't give a shit. Don't give a shit. The problem is these people come back year to year, unlike the other shows where they never have to see them for the rest of their lives. Yeah, that's very, very true. <laughs> Which makes it interesting, I think. Yeah. And they just need to capitalize on that aspect. Yeah. Uh, D finds out, thanks to CT, and proceeds to meltdown. Just, oh, yeah. Just loses her mind. That's the, that's the great way of saying it. As she should. Yeah. I mean, if Ross did that to me on a fucking challenge, <laughs> I'd be like, okay, fuck you. I don't see you crying. I just see you crazy oh, no, stabbing I him. him. Right. Yeah, right. I would absolutely fucking murder him. What happened to Ross? Has anybody seen Ross? And you're just <laughs> covered in blood? Nope. <laughs> Haven't seen him. Ross who? <laughs> Your husband? Don't know who that is. Never been married. Person is dead to me. <laughs> They're literally dead by me. Not dead by me. Dead to me. <laughs> dead to me. Dead to me. Dead to me. There it is. Dead to me. Dead to me. Oh boy. Um. I asked you the following question. Mm -hmm. Did Rogan quote use her end quote? I don't know. I I'm really right don't know. I'm right there with you. Because it's an easy thing to say, yes, he did, right? Sure. That's the easy thing to say, yes, he used her. But for what? Thank you. 
like I mean, I guess maybe her alliance, but I think he had that already. He was already working with Joss, Polly. Right. I it, he didn't need to use her for anything. I don't I don't think. Right. That that's maybe what just I was that Tang Pai. Uh, yeah, he maybe from that aspect if you think, "Oh, he was just sleeping with me and now he's going to throw me away." Well, then yes, but did you Unless you had like serious conversations about this happen, like you two being together after the show, which I didn't see at all, uh, then I don't necessarily see how he used you. Again, you're already in the alliance. Uh, it wasn't Paula dicking. I think more so Cam is using Leroy more than Rogan used D. I could see that. <clears throat> because she got, you know, by her rekindling it, whether it was, you know, totally, I'm not, I have no proof to say it wasn't, you know, genuine. Um, okay. You got another male on your team and you got the numbers squarely on your side by you getting him over there. As you pointed out, he was already on that alliance. You were on that yeah. alliance. Right. Uh, you just happened to be on the same team, but on an alliance with people from the other team. So I don't see it as a using more so than like maybe a betrayal. Yeah, it's a betrayal for sure. I see it more as a bigger betrayal if she was like a dominant person. Yeah, exactly. And they were like, "You're gonna, you're gonna send me home, and you're gonna keep around some, you know, fluff or something like that, uh, a weaker opponent." But. You know, <laughs> I I felt that really interesting. I wanted to see what you you thought there, but um, I I I typically pretty much hate the idea, and this happens every season that so and so is using so and so. Yeah, yeah. I I I hate that narrative. It's stupid. It makes women seem weak as fuck. Like they can't just like someone. It's like, come on. I feel like it's just such an easy thing to say it's easy to go oh well they're using her for the vote yeah okay it's it's easy but like again we're we're playing a game like i mean listen it's nothing like what happened on survivor this week can we do you know what happened no i don't know what happened on survivor because we watched older seasons i actually don't want to know i've kind of heard some stuff but i'll probably watch this season at some point okay okay (laughs) i don't watch survivor either but i heard of what happened and i was like because it became a big thing like even even the production company mark burnett put out a statement about it like it was that type of uh situation yeah so like that's an actual bigger thing than than what we have than what we have here yeah uh yeah. third song brooke we had little lies from fleetwood mac which was actually sung by fleetwood mac what is happening oh oh my fleetwood mac gets their music cleared guess they're really hurting for money I'm just <sighs> kidding <laughs> okay now gets to the most confusing part of the day how jenny's name got said <laughs> What happened, Brooke? What happened? I actually get it now. I mean, you want now, let's get rid of people we're going to have to go against who are strong, of course. I mean, I get that from the American team side. And 
at this point, I mean, if you're going to, if they've already thrown Tori in, so you don't want to throw Kaylee or D in one, that's your numbers Two, that's, you know, probably easily getting rid of one of them. Not, I mean, maybe not, I don't know, but Jenny's the smart choice for the U S team to throw in. Well, it was the choice that I assume was going to happen from the beginning of the episode until we got the we want to throw D in type thing. Yeah. And then maybe Cam put the kibosh on that. Well, again, I don't. Sadly, we didn't get an ex, an explanation on it other than Rogan basically saying, "Hey, I bitched out," and it's like, "Oh, I I respect her too much. I can't do it." Talk about playing a weak ass game. Yeah, if you respect her, you wouldn't have brought it up in the first place. Thank you. <laughs> like, do you still want her there now? Or were you saying that because she cried and melt, melted down? If you I mean, were to do that. It's awkward. Yeah, now it's just awkward. You should have done that when when Georgia started crying and melting down then too. If that's all it takes. <laughs> yeah. Just cry. I mean, really? Like you say Jenny, and I was like, oh, okay, well, it's going to come to Leroy. Like, is Leroy then going to say D's name? D, and I thought that's what's going to happen. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, me too. Because when this all started, I, I thought to myself, and I said aloud to Mom LaFrank, um, how is this going to go over with the rest of the team? What, the D thing? Yeah. Like Paulie's I mean, supposed to didn't. go to to um, Cam and say, "Hey, you're gonna say D." I don't see that happening. Right, and I'm. That's probably what did happen. It was probably like you know, let's get our heads on straight here. Let's not do something stupid for our alliance. Well, that was, and maybe. And I wish we would have got that. And if that was the case, I wish we would have seen that. I mean, it leads me to believe what we saw is Rogan just said, hey, never mind. Let's not do that this week, guys. I'm sorry I even brought that up. But again, <laughs> yeah. toothpaste is out of the tube. Can't push it back in now. Yeah. And yeah, just go 100%. through with it. Like nothing's changed in your mindset that if you don't think she can run a final, you don't think she's ready for it. That hasn't changed. I don't think changed. you're ready, babe. I don't think you're ready, babe. I think you're... Sorry, babe, I, I don't. That's I don't pretty think good. You're ready. It's <laughs> pretty good. Thanks. Welcome. Um, I just... I don't understand it because it, it was a stupid move to do anyway, to even suggest mm-hmm. it at this point. You're so far down the path where that seems like a good idea now. That was a good idea three, four weeks ago. Now, and and it can't be a numbers thing because even if you get rid of her, you still have enough numbers. The yeah. problem becomes, I feel, if you do this, and I, I'm, I'm surprised Pauly maybe didn't bring this up, and maybe he did. On the U.S. team, there is four girls. Kara, Ashley, Cam, Ninja. Mm-hmm. If you say, hey, we're throwing in D, if Polly says that and the guys say that, what's to prevent the girls other than Kara? Mm-hmm. Those three girls from going, mm, uh, we're, no, we're going to go over to the other alliance now. 
We're not throwing in members from our own team when there's two more people to go. You can throw in Nani. You can throw in Jenny. Like, how are we now expendable to you? We haven't finished our plan. Why us yeah. now? Like, what prevents us from saying Leroy next week? What prevents us from saying Joss next week if we want to? Like, why, why even suggest that? And now you have numbers on the other team. I think that's the bigger problem that they didn't even think of is you've created you could create a revolt this mm-hmm. close to the end within your own alliance when you have other people you can get rid of. Yeah, I agree. I get that in like three weeks from now, which they might not get to. But uh, it was <laughs> yeah. it was absolutely bizarre to hear Jenny. I was like, where did this come from? Oh, from the beginning of the episode before they brought up this stupid fucking idea. Yeah. Oh. <sighs> It was weird. Exhausted from it. it was, but I was glad exhausted. we got to see a female hall brawl. Ooh, bye. A female hall brawl. Now, we had one, I think, a few years ago where it was like a guy and a girl team and they went back and forth and it was, but like for for the sheer sake of it, man, I was like, and we, I felt you got like the two, two real strong girls down there to do it. Yeah, and I was lo- I was really looking forward to it because I was like, oh yeah, yeah it's going to be a hall brawl. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's when it's fun when it's like two pretty evenly matched yes. people. And I think people before were saying, we think Jenny's got this. She's got like some tree trunk legs mm-hmm. that can probably like crush a watermelon. Uh Maybe they're popcorn muscles, as Polly would say. Yeah. I. Well, she cleared that first one, two-tenths of a second. Wow. Also, <sighs> motorcycle helmets, bad choice. <laughs> bad choice, production. Where are the football helmets? Yeah, it's just women. <laughs> <laughs> MTV's like, well, whatever. Oh, we don't have female-sized football helmets. <laughs> uh, give them motorcycle helmets from the, from the locals. Just go down to the store and get a couple of motorcycle helmets from the Tuk Tuk's yeah. they drive around. And then on the second run, Tori runs over Jenny. Yeah. Which leads to this fantastic quote of the week from our boy, <laughs> CT, the king of the choo-choo train. Tori absolutely runs over Jenny. Oh my God, there's a new choo-choo in town and her name is Tori Train. Woohoo, buddy! She hit her so hard, I myself. I felt it. Wow. CT, why didn't you do the choo-choo there, man? It was like a perfect opportunity for a choo-choo sound effect. Uh, I would like to see T, uh, CT in a hall brawl soon. <sighs> Nobody wants. See if the old nobody wants still to got it. Nobody wants to go against that. <laughs> That's true. Can you imagine like you're the person like they voted CT in or something like that, and you see a hall brawl, and you're like, oh no, I might go in and just get <laughs> stomped out like a like a like a finished cigarette. Yep. Might just put my head in the sand and end me. <laughs> oh God. Uh, that's kind of what she did there. He called her mm-hmm. Tory Tory Train, I think. That was impressive. 
impressed. I had a feeling she was gonna win the way they were like building it up. Mm, okay. Like they're like, oh, Jenny's, you know, of course, Jenny, blah blah blah. Yeah. I'm like, Tori's probably gonna win <laughs> just based on this alone. What I what I will say is, people were like, how could Jenny lose the popcorn muscles thing? <laughs> I don't know how often during her training was she tackling people. I mean, unless she played rugby over there, probably not a skill that comes up a lot in being a personal trainer. That's what I'm saying. They they don't base anything on anything on this show. Yes. It's like, oh, she's got muscles. She's a great competitor. <laughs> she is Like, strong. what are you talking about? You haven't seen her do fucking jack shit. Now, I would say, I feel like if you're a personal trainer, you probably got some endurance in you. And you can probably, like... You 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 got the ability to like deal with some shit more than people who are just on a reality dating show. True, sure. So I'll give her that. But, but there's also this show. You don't know. You don't know what you're going to be good at or who's going to be good at what. You can't just base it on physical appearance. I mean, some of these challenges are like, wow, I didn't. I don't know see if that I can get this. Yeah. Um. Tori, I think, had an idea. I think Jordan gave her some advice on what to do. Because they came in, saw Hall Brawl, and I think he's done it before. Yeah, I think he did it before, yeah. And said, here's what you do. When you meet, you're going to continue through with your arms. And you're just going to, you meet... Your arms go up and through the other person as if you're like just knocking through like a like a a plastic banner. You're just running through it like a plastic banner. Mm-hmm. And Jenny at first had the the first one went low, which is usually a good strategy. Is go low, knock somebody's legs out, and then continue. Mm-hmm. But Tori on that second one, my God, she had like a like a perfect like tackling technique. I'm going to run, I'm going to hit you in the chest, I'm going to continue through my motion, my arms are going to go through you, and then I'm just going to run at the bell. It was crazy. <laughs> she, made, she, I... she made her look like like a, just a bum they got off the street at that point. <laughs> Sorry, Jen. Yeah. Sorry, Jen. I love you. I want to see you Whatever. back for another year, but wow. Eh. No? I don't know. I don't know what she adds to the show, to be honest. It's like, she's just whatever to me. Mm, okay. Like, she doesn't add any drama. She doesn't really. I don't know. need more of that right now. I have enough of it, I feel. I know, but she's just kind of boring. Mm. Like, she's not someone I think is going to last a long time on this show unless she. Starts hooking up with people on the show. Adds something else, <laughs> unfortunately. She becomes the female yeah. Kyle. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, please don't. Kyle 2020. I also want to say, please. I also want to say <laughs> that I know I like fucking hate Jordan or whatever, but the way he fucking rides or dies for Tori, I love. Yeah. It's, you know, he's a fucking dick, but he really <laughs> loves Tori and I love that. He loves his girl. Yeah. Like when his, when she's like in a, her, like an elimination and he's like, in his fucking confessional, he's like, just come back, baby. It's mm-hmm. okay. You got this. You're like, I like that. I do like that. Yeah. It's something that I think people can also get behind as they see that 
and they're just like, oh, okay, this is not just like a little. Mm-hmm. Like I think we see that sometimes where they there's like a show dance and they're like, you know, I'll be really upset if they go home. You know, they're they're like my snuggle partner and they keep me sane in the house. Verse, no, that's my girl. That's my baby. We do this together. This is what we're here for. This is verse like you know, they just like I like talking to them like when we have nothing to do. Oh, like regular human beings have to talk to each other. Yeah, I know that we're social, social people. We get we get that. Or you could be Georgia who hooks up with somebody for a couple of weeks and literally acts like her parents died <laughs> when he gets sent home. Oh, Would, do you remember when Bear got sent home and she was just like. Uh. <laughs> she's a very emotional person yeah she is which she sometimes is, is not bad but like which could you imagine her and josh actually as a couple no fuck? no no be crying over fucking what they should have for breakfast they in the morning milk oh god <laughs> it's the last milk we had it's the last milk um well props to tori uh, that's mm-hmm. two weeks in a row. I probably foresee it being three weeks in a row come two weeks from now that she's okay. sent in. Um, there might not be an elimination next week. I don't know if somebody's going home just based on the challenge, if they're actually going to do an elimination also or what? Well, so this is another thing that me and mom were talking about. There's The teams are clearly not, um, not even going into next week in terms of male-female pairs. So... Were it it I mean it's clear from the preview that Carr and Polly are together in their uh-huh. in their duo. So how does this match up? It 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 appears to me if if it's just one versus one or one on one that um, somebody from the UK and um, one of the girls from US is going to have to pair up with one of the guys from UK. I don't know how that's going to work. I mean, I don't know if it matters, to be honest. I mean, if they're just doing it to get rid of two people, then maybe they're like, we're just getting rid of two people. We'll deal with the numbers next week and have somebody sit out or whatever the fuck. Or is this where, I don't know whether it's going to happen or not, or this is something to come. So it's definitely not a spoiler or anything. But is this where they go, teams no more. You're going to pair up when this is you go from here on out. Pair up. Possibly. Here we go. Get ready as a way to take the show back. That would be interesting. I actually heard Uh-oh. they're bringing the Redemption House back. No, you didn't. I'm just kidding. Lying sack of shit. <laughs> bring that. Don't bring that into this house. Imagine if somebody like just turned the car off as you were saying that, and they're like, oh my God, I have to go to a meeting. The Redemption House. I have to turn the right reality back on. Um, Before we end this podcast, I do want to say I saw a video on YouTube and it was this thing that they're doing. Like, I don't know. I don't know who it's by or what it's for, but they're like get people from the season to like watch stuff that happened and comment on it or they have them sit down together and talk, whatever. And the one I saw was uh, Tori and Jordan, Polly and Kara and Cam. And they were kind of like talking about all their beef and they were like, kind of bur- burying the hatchet a little bit was this the after show it wasn't an after show no they were like on a rooftop it's like yeah, the yeah, segments yeah. these segments they're doing yeah yeah that's their i think um, that's their youtube quote-unquote after show thing okay 
but I was like, okay, this is nice. Like there, and, and Jordan even said, he's like, you know, I wanted to run a final with, with you, Polly. Yeah. And Cara's like, yeah, with Polly. And he's like, no, honestly, like I wanted you guys on our team. I wanted the four of us to work together. And they all said that they were like, we would have loved for the four of us to work together. I and talked I about like, that with Marie last week. Yeah. And I like that they're like bearing the hatchet and like people on Twitter, people who are listening, like just know that that's happening. Like you can just let it go. I do like Polly's intro to this week. He's like, yeah. here's a reminder for what happened. So the reason that you were all getting at me on Twitter. Yeah. Did you guys forget why you were talking shit about yeah, me? Yeah. yeah. Did you guys forget why you were talking shit to me about? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> God. That was um, it was pretty funny. I, I, the, the, the last thing that I have here um, is, and we've already had people um, um, give us suggestions on who they'd like to see. Um, mm-hmm. Come on the show on Twitter, so so keep those coming in. Remember, go to Twitter and and let us know. Tweet at them, tweet at us, retweet it with them. Uh, let us know who you want as their guest for our hundredth episode. You got to do it soon because uh, we're we're sending out uh, messages on the daily to these people. Um, one of the things that I'll say towards the end here was uh, we we're, <laughs> we're sitting here and uh, me and mom were sitting here and car at the end after Tori wins. She goes. Ah, oh, I I can't win, can I? I can't win. And mom just goes, "You're not, you're not fucking playing any of the games. You can't win if you're not playing." And I go, "Oh, that's true." Because it was right after Tori. By the way, something that I really like that's happening, and I want to happen every single challenge going forward, is that as soon as you win, you take your helmet off, you spike it, and you just start yelling at the people in the stands. No, I like it. I fucking hate it. I I've love said this it. Before I don't like a sore winner. <laughs> you look like an asshole. Do Everybody you? looks like an asshole when they celebrate a win like that. I don't like what it. The, so what are they? What what would be ideal in your mind? Just take it. Take the win. Be like, yes, I'm so happy I won. Hug the fucking idiot you beat and be like, good fucking game. Let's mm-hmm. compete. Like you don't have to be like, fuck you guys. If you want to come at me, come down here. Fuck that. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, come on, dude. It's disrespectful to the person you just beat, first of all. And then she's like, oh, sorry, Jenny. Sorry it had to be us. Like I'm not talking about Tori just in general, right. but like anybody who does that. It's annoying. No, I I, I, I like then it. some embarrassing shit happens like it did to Laurel and yeah. you go home after that fucking I drop. like it from the perspective of what happened to Tori. Like this is like it. it's you threw me in two weeks ago. You threw my boyfriend in, now my fiance. You throw me in again. I see what it is. If you want to send me home, come down and do it yourself. Don't send a man to do a lion's job. Sorry, Leon. Yeah. A Leon. But, but the point is to not go into an elimination, Mom LaFranc. Yeah, but like. No, it is. It is the fucking point. I That's get like that. watching Big Brother and saying. Oh, well, how do you know? You haven't even been nominated for eviction. Yeah, because that's the fucking point. That's the point. This is just a competitive show. That's the fucking point. It you don't want to get the, that Well, the point is to win the show. The point is to yes. win the show. The easiest way to final, win the show is to not go in an elimination. The point yeah. is not to not go in an elimination. It serves the higher purpose of winning the game eventually. But it doesn't. Like, if you can go to the final and win a final without seeing an elimination, good for you. Good for you. But that's not, it's not the only thing that matters. 
But it's not, it's not the only thing that matters. But to say that someone's not playing the game because they haven't been in elimination is a little bit crazy. I get what you're saying from that perspective. I get what you're saying. Did you hear what Marie said last week about um, the reason she thinks Kara has has like such a I don't think she said big head. I don't want to put those words in her mouth. Um, but she's kind of in the mindset that she is right now. She she said she thinks she needs to be humbled because she hasn't seen yeah, elimination in, in years, which. I was like, no, that can't be true. And then I went and actually looked at the stats and I was like, holy shit, that's crazy. The yeah, thing that's sure. weird to no. me is we, I mean, I get that, but we don't give that same consideration to other people other than CT. It's her and CT, right? What do you mean we don't give them that consideration? Well, it, I think the, I think the thought process is now, this is from my perspective here. I think the thought perspective is that she is this figurehead of the show mm-hmm. and we're not putting her in because either A, you don't want to beat her or B, you think it's too early. But that doesn't happen with Johnny in the same way that that does with her or CT. She's kind of become the female CT in that way of we don't put CT in because either we're afraid we're going to have our, our head spiked and put in the ground. She doesn't, she hasn't had that in the same way that bananas is now target number one. And Mm -hmm. I, and I would sit here and say, no matter who that person is, whether it's Laurel, Cara, Tori, any female competitor, Ashley, right? I'd be trying to get these people out as soon as possible. They know how to win. They know how to politic. They know how to play the game. They know the puzzles. They know what's to come. I don't want those people around when it comes towards the end of the game. And the excuse is, oh, Johnny's annoying and he's a backstabber and he, and he, he plays the game. Yeah, I get that, but so does everybody else. And he seems to be the only one that as soon as he comes in, and maybe it's because he's won so many, he hasn't won shit recently, so keep him around at this point. How CT and Carr are, are afforded that. Well, and somebody CT like got sent home very not. early last season. Say that again? They threw him in. They threw CT in last season, and he went home. Well, that was the new kid. The new kid pulled him in. I mean, I remember JP calling his name out at some point. There was a... a you're right, Nani did say their team. Yeah, she isn't ultimately the reason he went in. Right, but I think that JP kid called him out and said come He down. did, yeah. Which is kind of my point here is like the young people, the rookies, if you will, doing that. Meanwhile, I mean, and that's something that like I feel happened a while ago is like we just knew the rookies were going to go in all the time until they were all gone. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that was just my point is like, it, it's it's odd how, I mean, I'm not trying to make this a pro bananas thing, but he's like the first one that needs to be thrown to the wolves, and then like, oh, everybody else is okay. When I don't know, I I mean, I would feel I would want to get rid of her. I mean, she's so good at this point. I mean, point, Cara you know? did say, "Hey, Tori, do you want to just go into elimination against each other?" Yeah, but she did that, offer. Isn't that the point? She's not, not to the go type, into those? I mean. Huh? Isn't that the point though that we were just making? Is is you don't want to go into those? 
You don't. And if you can't, if you don't get thrown in, good for you. But she's also not afraid to go in. And I feel like that's the fucking narrative some people are trying to spin is that she's afraid to go into an elimination. Okay. I don't think I that's see what the you're case saying. at all. No, I, I, I don't. Uh, I apologize if that's what I was trying, if that's what it came across as. I'm not saying that. No, I, not, okay. No. Okay. You know, people online are people like, oh, she's afraid. Oh, is. is she? Come on. Yeah. I definitely don't think she's afraid to go in the same way as I don't think Tori's afraid to go in now at this no, point. No, I don't think she is either. And that's what I like is they're like, let's let's go. Let's strap it up. Let's go. And uh, I think that's what she was. She was. I mean, it's odd now that she says, come down here and do it for yourself. When when cars she suggested offered. that they just go in, she was she was quiet there. Um, thanks well, she's just review. saying the same thing Jordan said last week. Yes. The exact same thing. Yeah. Which I guess I don't mind if you keep getting thrown in, but it is what it is. Um, guys, that wraps it up this week. We love and appreciate you. Remember the things that you need to do. You need to go to our Twitter. You need to respond with who you want to come on the show. Me and Brooke have both said we would love Mr. TJ Lavin. So that means... If you want the same thing, you need to reply with that with TJ Levin. Then you need to slide in those DMs on the Instagram. Mm -hmm. Make it happen. I don't know. Maybe you can also, if you are planning on buying a cameo in the next week from TJ Lavin, maybe you can also put in the notes that you would love him to also come on the right reality. I'm not beyond dropping down a hundo to just send him that note. (laughs) (laughs) We're not paying for your cameo. That's what I mean. Sorry. We're not paying for your cameo. But, um, you know, if you are doing a cameo from TJ Lavin and you'd like to include that message, we wouldn't be mad about it. We uh, sure would not. No. Uh, let all the, the other people you want to see on the show, let them know by replying to that. Retweet that for us. We'd appreciate that. Leave a review. Remember, our winner of the uh, coming on next week, you need to get at us. Uh, Jalen A98. Get at us through email. You can reach out to us directly on Twitter. If you forget the email, it's the right at gmail.com. Reach out through there. We'll have you on next week. Until then, Brooke, enjoy the rest of your day uh, in you sunny Los Angeles. And from right here in everybody's favorite state, Florida, <laughs> we'll see you next week. Okay, bye. Bye-bye.